joined by Joel Shackerton, CFMU's school organizer, who is raising awareness about a rampant rot known as black cladding in the construction industry in Victoria. Black cladding consists of an indigenous business masquerading as an indigenous entity in order to claim advantages normally reserved for First Nations businesses. Joel, first, thanks for joining us on NITV Radio today. Uh, thanks, Bertrand. Thanks for having me. Now, as briefly mentioned in my introduction, it appears that black cladding is rife in the construction industry, especially in Victoria. Can you lay the background of uh, black cladding for us and uh, the current situation in your industry, in your state, and how it is affecting your people? Yeah, it is. look, obviously, I'm, I'm a Vic boy, a half-proud Goody Jamara man from southwest Victoria. I've been in the industry since 2007. There's a massive boom in construction in Melbourne and every single government job where there's government funding, there needs to be uh, an aspect of Indigenous businesses and Indigenous labour on the ground. So all the crafty um, people that um, like to exploit a rot and um, exploit our people, sort of keep us oppressed, they start these businesses with no intentions of employing Indigenous brothers and sisters no mob gets a job and what they do it's one black owner at the top of the food chain with the with the rich white fella as the puppet with pulling all the strings of all the money and then essentially once they've got the tick off from a, a state-based consortium called Kinaway Chamber of Commerce they're then able to tend to government jobs as an indigenous business yeah but, so that means all their labor can be non-indigenous all their spend goes to non-indigenous labor all their machines anything to do with in construction and they could funnel millions of dollars of Aboriginal spend through these black cladding businesses and none of the community, the grassroots mob on the ground actually get a job out of it. Yeah, it has to be said that uh, when public uh, tenders are designed to prioritise Indigenous businesses, they're actually designed to help build capacity in Indigenous communities and uh, lift the community from a situation of uh, disadvantage, which is a social, well, a corollary of uh, colonization. 100%. Uh, 100%, brother. And yet... So what it is, what it is, Bertram, is it? it's just a path of least resistance. So in these contracts, there's money allocated by the government to the builders for training, for apprentice hours, for... All these other bells and whistles that get so mob are supposed to be trained up, and to avoid doing that, they just go to these black cladding companies, and because it's had the tick off by the government body Kinaway, who really they've never picked up a hammer, let alone worked on a construction site, and they just pump non-indigenous labour through every sector, whether it be electrical, plumbing, um, wherever there's a rot, there can be um, there's labour and there's civil, there's construction, there's hospitals. Anything to do with government work now is being exploited by these black cladding companies. And they're the biggest threat to my members' jobs as an official for the CFMU and the Vic branch. It's the white man pretending to be black. And to qualify as an Indigenous businesses, there are conditions that need to be met, like uh, having a certain percentage of employees, I think 50% or more, and feel more conditions. It's just not uh, one claiming to be Indigenous. Bertrand, what happens is you have to be 51% owned and you have to be a Victorian Aboriginal-owned business. What the Chamber of Commerce is doing down here is they're letting people come from New South Wales, New uh, South Australia, WA, Queensland, that aren't from here. As long as their address is registered in Victoria, they call that a Victorian Aboriginal business. Now, I know 
I was brought up knowing that, you know, the impact's job in Darwin on Larrakia country, that's not our place to go work there. If you can't find Larrakia mob in Darwin to work on a job in Darwin, then you're obviously not doing your job right. The same with Aboriginal-owned businesses down here. All right, they've got to be real Victorian Aboriginal businesses and they've got to employ people from the mob down here in Victoria. Otherwise, it's just, it's just trickle-down economics with one black person corporate at the top. You know, I represent the, the working-class blacks on the ground and, and none of them are getting a feed and that's the biggest fraud that I've seen in my time in construction um, and it needs to be called out. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a definitely robbing uh, mob uh, of opportunities, of uh, capacity building, as you said, training, and uh, even being able to build their businesses and be able to turn up for bigger contracts, uh, not only in Victoria, but even nationwide. If they can't build their capacity at a grassroots level where they are actually uh, more um, qualified, uh, how can they turn up for bigger businesses if they're not given the opportunity? It's just a... Uh, to start an Aboriginal business down here, Bertram, yeah. you don't even need a proof. You don't even need a proof of Aboriginality. Yeah. All you need is a statutory declaration from a chemist or a justice of the peace, or anyone can sign off and say you're Aboriginal. We're calling for reform for the industry. Yeah. We want to. We want a construction-based um, elders board, Victorian Aboriginal Construction Board of Integrity, with yeah. elders, officials, and construction workers that approve these businesses and have the final say of who's coming into our industry and who's going to roar it and you know what I mean because at the moment it's just people are just ticking boxes left right and centre and then when they do their nice little budget at the end of the year the indigenous spend is massive but it doesn't go to any of the mob this is a phenomenon we've seen in the arts and it's happened in uh, many other areas and in Victoria you've highlighted how rife it is is it uh, more uh, prevalent in Victoria than other states I think it's 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 everywhere where, where there's money, the the group the greedy people come out to exploit it. You know, the, there is some cases in, on our government jobs where the builders are doing the right thing. Um, we're calling for a, a mass audit of all government jobs and where the money's going to, because you'll be surprised of who's identifying who's indigenous and who's not. Because I tell you what, when I was a little kid in the eighties, um, it wasn't it wasn't cool to be an Aboriginal person, yeah, but. Now there's an EBA job at the end of the line where it's good pay, good conditions. Everyone's ticking a box pretending they're black. It actually makes me sick. And what happens uh, when, uh, because obviously at a certain stage, uh, these people get uncovered and discovered, uh, what happens? Nothing actually happens because the builders self-report. They just go, yep, ticked off by Kinaway, done. They don't care if there's no Indigenous workers They'll get away with the bare minimum to maximise profits for their their multinational corporations they work for. Wow! wow. Yeah, that's it. And then, brother, once Bertram, once they get this this tick of approval, they then are qualified to go and lobby the government for social procurement funding, indigenous funding for all these people. So if you've got, let's just labour hire for example, and you're an Aboriginal-owned labour hire company. Now, you can employ as many white people as you want and then no one's stopping you from ticking the box to say if they're Indigenous or not. There's no checks. No one's checking off on it. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So these crafty companies can just say, yep, we've got 400 Indigenous workers and we know there's not. Yeah, right? Yeah, Tick yeah. the box, get funding for X, Y and Z 
and no one's pulling them up on it. It's the biggest fraud known to man. I got it's not only robbing the community of opportunities, but it's also undermining the government's own objectives. Because if they purport to be lifting indigenous people from a situation of disadvantage, and yet through black cladding, well, uh, those involved in black cladding are setting the community behind, which is uh, quite the opposite of uh, what uh, the government uh, purports to be doing. But the, the thing is, they they put their hands up and go, it's it's. They're ticking off on it in a way, and they're saying that it's all kosher. But we know in our heart of hearts, they're not doing their checks and balances properly. The more members they have, the more the more funding they get from the government. This is our first chance, Bertram, that the Victorian Aboriginal people. It's our first time. We've got 500 members in rank and file members for the CFMEU in Victoria, and it's the first generation where we can have generational wealth and give something to our kids with you know, a financial sort of independence. Yeah. Not from the government funding, you know, and we can break the generational uh, welfare mentality. Yeah. And look, I'm not against other people, other mobs coming down here for a fee, but what I'm saying is yeah. Victorian Aboriginal social procurement for me and our brothers and sisters here for the injustices to happen to our old people from them down here. That's what it's for. It's not to be exploited by, you know, people from interstate it's not there to be exploited from you know rich mob from interstate and different companies and black cladding and all these things that happen and they just do it to, be, to get the government funding is their foot in the door of government jobs there's no real training for the mob down here and there's nothing going back to community and any recommendations to alleviate this situation or just uh, stop it out well something needs to be done about the Kinaway Chamber of Commerce, they're just running rogue at the moment. Not everyone, just in the construction game, it's, it's sickening. What they do in the corporate side, none of my business, but what affects my members is these black cladding companies, labour hire, traffic management. So you imagine a big traffic management company and then all their utes, all their non-Indigenous labour, all goes under the spend of an Aboriginal business because they're being ticked off by this government body. We're calling for reform. We want, a, we want a independent panel of elders that oversees this mob and who's a Victorian Aboriginal business in this state because it's been rorted. Calling on the government for change, and, um, just trying to blow it up for our people and realise how much we've been exploited today in 2023. Joel Shackleton, thank you very much for joining us on NITV Radio today, raising awareness about uh, black cladding in the construction industry in Victoria. Uh, thanks, Bertram. No worries. Thanks for your time.